Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for April 5th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, so this is WrestleMania weekend, folks. So, uh, my the, my new video is related to WrestleMania weekend. Uh, there's no UFC show this weekend, but I do have some UFC news that I'm going to talk about um, a little later. Uh, the one video that I have put up is from this week's episode of NXT. It is Kyrie Sane versus Bianca Belair. And the whole idea is this is supposed to set up this Friday's four-way match for the NXT Women's Championship. The match is a great appetizer as these two have great chemistry together. They work very well. Bianca, of course, makes the same mistake everyone makes. She underestimates Kyrie's toughness. And so, you know, it's one of those things where you've got uh, uh, Bianca, you know, being over, overconfident and arrogant and all that stuff. I don't know why they turned her baby face. I would not have done that. I, I leave her as a heel. And then Kyrie, you know, she's so cute and tiny and lovable and all that stuff. And Jesus, she's tough as nails, for God's sakes. So it's like, it just that's what makes her such a great performer is that fans just love the underdog that's why Rey Mysterio has been so popular for so many years Kyrie has that same vibe okay Io Shirai doesn't really have that same vibe you don't look at Io Shirai and look at her as an underdog okay with Kyrie she just exudes that plucky underdog spirit you know but anyway, near the start of the match, Kyrie hits a tremendous forearm smash, and then she mocks Bianca's braids and her strut and all that. And that pisses Bianca off, which, of course, leads to Kyrie's interceptor spear, and then Kai goes flying around all over the place. The match continues along like this, and uh, I think uh, towards the end, uh, uh, you had a su superplex uh, from the top rope, and, uh, you know... Uh, Bianca tries to pin Kyrie a couple of times, doesn't really work. And then Shayna comes out along with uh, uh, Jessamine and, and uh, Marina, and she beat, she go, they, go, they beat them both up. And this brings Sh Io Shirai out, and it all turns into a brawl with Io's moonsault taking everyone out on the floor. Io grabs the belt, and that's the end. That's when the show goes off the air. Now... I heard that there was supposed to be a stipulation added to this match. It's tonight at 7 p.m. on the WWE Network. It's the NXT New York show, TakeOver New York. But they haven't said anything about that. And uh, I don't know. So the match, this match is tonight. So we're going to watch I mean, You want to make sure you go to the blog and watch the video. But also... Uh, I'm going to talk about that match right now because it's the women's match on the NXT TakeOver show. Uh, that show, as I said, is tonight at 7 p.m. on the uh, WWE Network. And um, uh, it's going to be... These four are quite capable of delivering a four-star or five-star match and stealing the show. If they're allowed to do it, my concern is always not with them but with the WWE not giving them enough time to do that, right? And this has been the big problem with the women's revolution. They can trumpet it all they want, but they got to start giving these girls 
more time, main event slots. This is a main event anywhere in the world, this, this match right here. I mean, these are four of the best athletes you're ever going to see. All right? So who's going to win? Again, as I've said in the past, it really, really, really depends on whether Shayna is going to be moved up to the main roster. It's long overdue. And I would also suggest that Kyrie is due for a call-up as well. Um, Io is a possible winner. Bianca, you know, for somebody who hasn't been a wrestler that long, <laughs> she's pretty damn good, okay? And so she's a great performer. So I really uh, uh, like uh, this match. I'm, I'm, I think it could very well be the best match of the weekend. It's entirely possible. Okay. So we got tonight we got the NXT TakeOver show. Tomorrow is the Hall of Fame ceremony, which I'm sure will go on too long. And then Sunday, we have the, um, we have the uh, WrestleMania show, which <laughs> it's, I know it's going to be too long. It's ridiculous. And I guess the big news here, of course, is we're going to have a main event. It's going to be uh, for both Raw and SmackDown titles. So whoever wins this three-way match wins both titles. It's going to be, of course, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Ronda Rousey. Okay? And as I've said all along, I said this two months ago, they should have added Asuka to this match. Okay? And I'll never understand why they didn't do it, because they should have done it. You know? It, I don't care who wins. She belongs in it. All right, it should have been that way. If you're going to add Charlotte, you might as well add Asuka. You know what I mean? Because it, it didn't start that way. It started as just Becky and Ronda. So what's going to happen with this match? You know, for all I know, the WWE hasn't even made up their minds yet. Vince McMahon changes his mind every five minutes. So who the hell knows? And one of the reasons they announced, like last week, that it's going to be the main event of WrestleMania is so Vince doesn't change his mind all the time. You know, because that's what he'd do, right? So, uh, it really, uh, the rumor is that Ronda is, now people are saying, oh, she's leaving the WWE. And that's not what she's doing. She's still under contract with the WWE. She wants to take, uh, from what I understand, and this is the, what the story that I've heard for the last two months, she wants to take time off either to start a family or just to rest or yada yada. You get the idea. And if, in fact, that's what she does, then she's not going to win. So who's going to win? Well, all the fans want Becky to win, naturally. And she should win. But I'm going to tell you right now, do not underestimate Vince's love for Charlotte. Okay? Because... If you recall, last year, Charlotte versus Asuka, Vince made the very bad decision to have Charlotte win that match. And this is a spe was a, an especially poor decision because they knew at the time that Charlotte would have to go away for a while to get her boob implants repa repaired. Okay? So what they ended up doing is have her drop the title two nights later on SmackDown in a bunch of mishigas with uh, the Iconics and Carmella. Well, then it means it was a stupid decision, right? Well, Vince could make the very same decision on Sunday. 
He could just say, I want Charlotte to win. And it's his baby. He's, he, he's making the call. Fans will be upset, but it wouldn't shock me, to be honest with you. It would not surprise me at all. Okay, so the other matches, women's matches on this show, I, I guess the uh, other big one is you've got the uh, four-way match for the tag team championships. So you've got Sasha Banks and Bayley. You've got the Iconics. You've got um, uh, Nia Jax and Tamina. And then you've also got um, uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia. And um, I have to say that uh, I don't think there will be a title change. I, I just don't think that uh, Bayley and Sasha have had the belts long enough to, for them to lose them. Um, you know, I, I don't expect any of the teams that, uh, to, to win. The only way that it go, another team wins is if it's the Iconics. I do not see Nia Jax and Tamina winning. And unless Beth is coming back full time, which I don't believe she is, then I, I don't anticipate them winning. So I think they'll hold on to the titles. How they will do it, that's another story because um, they've been kind of teasing, uh, you know, a Sasha Banks heel turn, and I've always kind of preferred her as a heel anyway. Okay, earlier on in the show, we're going to have the uh, women's battle royal, which the two battle royals are going to be on the uh, preview show. The preview show, by the way, starts at 5 p.m. So this this show is going to be, I mean, if you're going to go to this show, you better pack a lunch, okay? Even at home, you better pack a lunch. You know, I'm going to eat before the whole thing starts. So it, it starts with the preview show at 5, and I guess it's going to go to like 11. You know, ah, it's a real test on the kidneys, I guess. You know, don't hold your, you know, go to the bathroom before it. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can tell you. As far as the Women's Battle Royal is concerned, you know, I don't know who all is going to be in it. I mean, they've announced who is going to be in it and that sort of thing. They haven't given any indication of what the winner is going to get. But, you know, uh, I can't say who's going to win that. I mean, it's a Battle Royal for God's sakes. Anything is possible. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Asuka won. <laughs> I mean, let's put it that way. All right. Anyways, uh that's what's happening uh, this weekend with WWE. Uh, I will be back on Monday with the uh, with uh, uh, at the very least the uh, uh, video from the Takeover show. I don't know if the other two videos will be of uh, of interest. I doubt it. Not at this point, but they that might change. Okay, got a couple of uh, uh, UFC uh, uh, first uh, a fight announcement, and that's that um, the UFC Europe. Twitter account uh, announced that Lena Landsberg versus Tanya Evinger has been added to UFC on ESPN Plus 10 June 1 at Ericsson Globe Arena in Stockholm, Sweden. This fight will be at bantamweight. Uh, Lena is 37 years old from Malmo, Sweden. She trains with former UFC fighter Akira Khorasani. Her record is 8-4, and four, and she's 2-3 and three in the UFC. She came to the UFC as a Chris Cyborg sacrifice. So in other words, she was a bantamweight actually fighting at featherweight, all right? Otherwise, I don't think she would be in the UFC. Now, she's a kickboxer. She's known as the elbow queen. 
But she isn't much of an MMA fighter. And, and this is the thing if fans uh, kind of don't understand is there's uh, kickboxing, you know, kickboxers, okay, out there who are very good kickboxers. When they try to, uh, we've seen all the time kickboxers try to uh, convert to MMA. And some of them are okay at it. Like, for example, you have Valentina Shevchenko, who's a, a great kickboxer, and she's pretty good at MMA. But not all of them are, okay? And Lena is an example of somebody who really isn't very good at MMA, okay? You know, she should stick to kickboxing. Uh, Tanya is also 37 years old. She is from St. Louis, but she lives in Houston. Her record is 19-8 and 1 no contest and 0-2 in the UFC. And I think it's fair to say that Tanya is a women's MMA pioneer. Now, she debuted in 2006. Interestingly, she also came to the UFC as a Chris Cyborg sacrifice. Now, before that, she was Invicta Bantamweight champion. And before that, she failed to make the Tough 18 house. Now, after the Cyborg fight, uh, she was forced to pull out of a fight due to a knee injury. And then she lost to hot prospect Aspen Ladd, October 2018. Now, there's no question that Tanya is a more accomplished fighter than Lena. She should win this fight. But what if she loses? So my assessment of this fight is whoever loses goes on a one-way trip to Palookaville. Okay, which that's, of course, if you're not a film buff, that's an on-the-waterfront reference. Watch the movie. Watch On the Waterfront if you want to see a great movie. Okay, there's also some changes in some upcoming fights that I wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, the first one is on uh, the April 27th uh, UFC show in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, the match was supposed to be um, uh, Carla Esparza versus Lavinia Souza. And uh, we uh, discovered the other day that uh, Lavinia has pulled out uh, with a, an injury and she is being replaced by Verna Jandaroba. And I think this may be as tough a match for Carla as Lavinia. And it may be tougher. I, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty similar, if you ask me. Verna is a, as, as uh, is um, uh, Lavinia, Verna is a former Invicta strawweight champ. So she's a pretty good fighter, all right? Now, she is coming in here on short notice, of course, but um, I saw an interview with her today on um, Tatame, and she told them that she was training, uh, in training to fight in June anyway, and so she's ready to go, all right? She's ready to go. Um, and so I, I uh, expect... Uh, um, I, I, I would not be surprised if Verna came out with the win on this. She's a very good fighter. Carla looks to be on her way out, from what I could tell. Okay, the second one uh, is at the uh, Ottawa show, which uh, is um, first week in May. I think it's like May 6th or something like that. I don't remember the exact date. The fight was supposed to be a bantamweight fight, Sarah Morass versus um, Leah Letson. And Leah has pulled out, and she will be replaced by Macy Chason. Um, and that may very well be, uh, that definitely is a tougher fight for Sarah, okay? Because uh, Macy won Tough 28, which was featherweight. Uh, she's dropped down to bantamweight, but 
Um, she won her uh, bantamweight debut. I, I think she may very well be an elite fighter. Um, so it's a tough fight for Sarah. It's, I think it's actually a tougher fight. Um, so it depends on whether the short notice affects her or not. But um, she seems like uh, she's always training, so I don't think it's that big a deal. Okay. And the third fight, that will be on, um, this on UFC 237. And that is uh, in Brazil. And the fight was supposed to be, just a sec, I'm trying to remember now. Oh, I made a mistake. All right, never mind. The fight was supposed to be um, um, uh, now I can't remember. <laughs> Hold on. I lost my train of thought. So that fight was supposed to be, ah, here it is. That fight was supposed to be uh, Talita Bernardo versus Jessica Rose Clark. And uh, Jessica, Jesse Jess has uh, dropped out due to a um, uh, torn uh, right foot ligament and uh, she's having surgery for that. So uh, she is uh, being replaced by Melissa Gatto. Um, now, Melissa is a uh, UFC newcomer. Uh, she's 6-0 and two draws on the uh, Brazilian regional circuit. Who knows? Talita is a terrible fighter, so it uh, wouldn't shock me if, if she uh, got beaten by Melissa. But uh, it's a low-level fight, and it's going to be on the uh, uh, Fight Pass prelim, so I'm not sure it matters that much. Okay, anyways, that's it for today. Uh, as I said, I'll be back on Monday. Uh, with uh, my WrestleMania weekend review. Uh, again, don't forget to check out the video I posted on my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments or any of that stuff, please leave them on the Anchor voicemail. And if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcast, um, iTunes, and Spotify. Enjoy the WrestleMania weekend, and we'll talk to you later.